0: Was a few. Then he asked me this, he said, do you really believe it? It's one thing for you and I to mentally assent and agree with the truth of Scripture. And that's good. That's where it starts. That's where you and I begin to embrace the Word and we take the Scripture for the reality of the living, abiding Word of God. Yeah, we can quote a lot of truths. There are people on pulpits today that are not born again, that are teaching the Bible. Preaching the word of God all over the globe. They're not even born again. And they're speaking the word of God. They can quote it. They can give you the address. But they've never had that encounter with Jesus Christ. So what makes the difference? And what is the difference of Christ in you, the hope of glory? Christ in you, the hope of glory. Not just Christ in the pulpit, Christ in the, in the citizen of heaven. We're citizens of heaven. <laughs> and that's pretty cool. And the neat thing is, we didn't have to do squats of our own effort or our own merit. It's not based on anything you and I merit in and of ourselves. It's the grace of God, the unmerited favor. But I want to say this. Grace is not cheap, and freedom has a cost. It does militarily, doesn't it? For the United States not to be overcome by evil, all that's necessary for evil to advance is for good men to do nothing. We have somewhere to go and something to do. Amen? Jesus said, actually, Isaiah said it, a thousand years or at least 800 years before the Christ, the Messiah, comes on the scene. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me, for the Lord has anointed me to preach good news to the poor, the recovery of sight to the blind, to open prison doors. To set captives free. To comfort those who mourn. To comfort all those who mourn in Zion. Give them beauty for ashes. Amen. The garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. That's what resurrection life does. And that's what is imparted into you and I by the virtue of the new birth. The ability to embrace. And uh, there's something... There's, you're on trial today. Jesus was on trial. Amen. He was on trial by the high priest. He was on trial by the Pharisees, the Sadducees. Amen. He was on trial. He was on trial in front of Pilate, and then they took him to Herod. He was on trial with Herod in Herod's court. He never even opened his mouth, as a lamb going to its slaughter. Before it's shearers, he didn't open his mouth. Amen. You and I are on trial. Our Christianity is on trial every day of our life. Either our verbal activity of faith is on trial, or our nonverbal activity of faith is on trial. And that's a word the Lord gave me this morning. I mean, that's one of the things he just hit me with last night. And he said, the church is on trial there, God. And there's a resurrection anointing in you today. And there's a resurrection anointing upon this service. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I know it. Glory to God. I was so excited about getting here today. Because God is going to resurrect. If you believe today, you now there's a criteria, there's a trial. Your faith is on trial today on whether you're just going through the motions being religious or whether you're a disciple of the Lamb of God. Hallelujah. I believe I'm anointed. Hallelujah, because He called me. Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. Nobody in their right mind would call themselves. And guess what? He called you and appointed you to bear fruit. We are bearing fruit. Is it good fruit or bad fruit? No, no, don't answer. Let the witnesses around you speak on your behalf. Let your family members testify on whether you're good fruit or bad fruit. I was so blessed when Carol got that response today. No, you're wrong. It's about a bunny. It's about Easter. And the way Carol managed that, I thought, bless God, the truth is convicting hearts. And what did that response say from him? No, I don't want to let go. I don't want to give up my worldly position and posture about this holiday. Her faith is on trial when she sent that out there. A loving message. Would you agree? I pray that you're all blessed. Y'all have a great resurrection day. Amen? So that light was put on trial. Hallelujah. Now listen, her brother loves us. He loves her. But he's lost. His soul is hanging in the balance. He could end up in, yeah. He could end up in hell, damned for eternity, eternally separated from God Almighty. It's possible. He has to make a choice. Amen. You right? We all had to make a choice. But guess what? The effectual fervent. Prayer of a righteous man availeth much. And Paul said, if the God of this age blinds the minds of the unbelieving. That's what the scripture says. The God, Satan, Lucifer of this age. The prince of the power of the air. Amen. It's real. The prince of the power of the air and his influence against souls and societies. It's real. Man, I'll tell you what. That's what's significant about the resurrection. He doesn't just get us saved and get our bacon out of hell. He puts a divine calling in everybody that accepts Christ. There's a divine order. There's a life on the inside of every one of us. And he's speaking to it. Hallelujah. He's trying to get you and I. Get up out of that tomb. That's why I said in the beginning of this service, Lazarus, come forth. I was talking to y'all. Hallelujah. That spirit, that soul inside of you that's eternal, rise up and be counted. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, well, I'm not an evangelist. Yes, you are. Who said you're not called to evangelize? Some people function in the office of an evangelist, but evangelism is in the seed of everybody that's born again. Your personality can't stop no one, or not can't stop you from ever sharing the faith. The only thing that stops Christians from sharing their faith is fear. Ah, shakaba. Say fear. That one song. Oh, glory. Oh, that's better. Say, fear has no place in me. Tell your neighbor, fear has no place in me. Why? Because the resurrected king has resurrected me. I'll tell you what, that's more than a song. That's a prophetic word. Hallelujah. My God, what a song that is. By your spirit, I will rise from the ashes of defeat. Hallelujah. Let me say this. Without Christ, ashes is your portion. In Christ, it's oh, glory to God. I give you beauty for ashes. I tell you what, right now, if you and I can see each other in the spirit, there's a beauty about you that can't be explained as supernaturals from heaven. He gave you, oh my God, Michelle. He gave you beauty for the ashes that were in your life, Lisa. He gave you beauty for the ashes that was in your life. He gave Ray beauty for the ashes that were in my life, and I promise you, I had ashes. Every one of us had the ability to, to commit all those ten commandments to break them all. With a sinful nature, we all had the capability. And yet even then in our sinful state, we were judging others who were worse sinners than us. Come on. You've been there. There are people involved in the Holocaust. My God, Adolf Eichmann and those guys at that time, when I heard that they were still alive, I thought there's a good death worthy of them. And that is to skin them, throw salt on them, and then throw them to the sharks. How'd you like to meet that guy? I thought that's justice for what they did to humankind. You didn't know about me, did you? I'm glad that guy went in the grave because there's a greater justice. He's just going to stand before the throne of God Almighty. And you know what? All that, the reason that stuff happened was because good men did nothing for too long. We need to move when there's evil on the, well, I want to say this too. God has made it a possible. He's made it possible. He's actually provided it for his church to be able to do avert things and stop things in the spirit by prayer. Prayer isn't something you do after the fact. Prayer is something you do before the fact. How, that's what prayer is designed for. To call those things that are not as though they are because they have been already in the heart of God, but they need to come into the now, and God has chosen you and I to be the vessels to bring into being the things that are not. Hallelujah. This isn't just for the pulpit, this isn't just for the intercessors. Prayer is something you do because prayer is someone who lives in you. Let them out. We need to let him out. Yes, he does. I'm telling you what, I'm, I'm my I only, Kabasha Carol. It's true. There, there was a season I was so sensitive to the Spirit of God. And it didn't matter what time it was, if he needed someone to pray, I got up and I got down there and I shook it off. I washed my face. Guess what? Wash your face, Jesus said. Didn't he, didn't he say this in Matthew 5? When it's you pray and you fast, don't put on a sad face and a long face like the Pharisees. He said, wash your face, put on oil. Glory to God. Look like it's in every other day. But man, you, I look at your commitment. I'll look at your heart. And I will honor the thing you pray and you decree. And like we celebrate it here. And he, I will watch over my word to perform it, God says. What, what is the difference between answered prayer and what seems to be unanswered prayer? Faith is the difference. Jesus said, if you believe, you receive when you pray. Hallelujah. You shall have it. Why? And Carol talked about it. We need to see things in the spirit before we see it in the natural. How do we do that? There's a maturing, a growing up in Christ that we need to do. God doesn't twist our arms. He's not going to beg us to become like his son. He's provided us the ability to be metamorphosed into Christ on a daily basis. But it just doesn't happen by osmosis. It comes by a choice that you and I need to make on a daily basis. You know, that resurrection life in us gives us the ability to say no to the flesh and yes to the spirit. And I tell you this right now, a lot of the anxiety in the church today is because it is of Romans 8. Romans 8 is what's going on in a lot of people's lives. And they're looking for this is the, this is the cause of my anxiety. This is the cause. No, it's the spirit warring against the flesh. Or the, or, Paul said, the flesh warring against your spirit. It's your carnality. It's the old man wanting dominion again. And it's time to say, not on my watch. No more. I will not be a puppet to my flesh. The resurrected king resurrected me. Glory to God. I'll tell you what. When you start thinking about it and you allow those creative juices of the word of God and the creative juices of the Holy Ghost to begin to flow through your soul, your will, your intellect, and emotion. This is another thing the Lord said to me. He said, desire creates fire. He said it to me just this morning. He said, fire creates desire. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, it was fire creates desire. Where's the fire come from? Where's the fire come from? The fire creates desire. Where's the fire come from? Where's the fire come from? Fire comes from the knowledge of the word of God. Jeremiah said something about fire. God was speaking to him through his prophet. He's called the, the, the weeping prophet, Jeremiah is. And God was telling him to say tough things to his people. A lot. Don't you want to be loved? I mean, don't you want people to think nice things of you? Come on, be honest. Tell me. It's, please talk back. Do you want people to say nice no, things, nice things about you? Oh, he's a sweet guy. He's a good woman. Uh, come on. But this mandate of God to the prophets, and sometimes the prophets are saying things we don't want to hear. Or, uh, correct that. I want to correct that we want to hear but our flesh man doesn't well because why because when the prophet speaks the heart of God it means change it means surrender it means letting go of me and embracing you Jesus come on there's some letting go that you all and we all need to do it's my life, and I'll do what I want. It's my mind, and I'll think what I want. Show me I'm wrong. The Animals, good title for that group. What spirit was that of? It's a good song, had a good melody. There's a lot of music out here. A lot of it's entertaining. But when we repeat it, and we meditate it, and we sing it over and over, it begins to become a power. The fire begins to create a desire, or the desire creates fire. It's kind of like ta- it's in tandem. One duck complements the other. Say, church, our free will gives us, and God gives you and I something that is so sacred, and that is the as He, he created you and I to be free moral agents. And the word "moral," I want to capitalize on for a minute, because I want to talk to you about resurrection and what resurrection is, what it means. Hallelujah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Resurrection. A resurrection from the dead. Of course, that's a no brainer. That's what we celebrate today. But the first thing it means is a standing up again. The first definition in the Greek is a standing up again. Let me connect that with some things going on in your life, in our lives. The Bible says hope deferred makes the heart sick. Doesn't it? You all here? Yeah. yeah. Right? So deferred hope can make the heart sick. But it doesn't just stop there. It says, but... A desire, a desire, realized is a tree of life. No wonder Jesus said, "When you pray, believe that you receive. Bel- receive what the promise of God? Well, why should I believe it in the first place? Because God says it. He didn't just said it, he says it. God says, I am your healer. God says, I am your provider. God says, I am your peace. God says, I am your righteousness. I am your shepherd. (laughs) And all the names of God. Resurrection, standing up again. What the Lord dropped down in my spirit is that the thing that's on trial today is you're my faith. Now, you can just leave today. It's possible for you to make this choice that, well, I did my duty, and I came to good news, and it was Resurrection Sunday. It was right. I even paid my tithe, and now it's time to go and meet with the family and do the stuff. Or you can leave here today. Receiving something because right now in this room, just above your head, there is an anointing and the anointing of God here. There's a full house anointing here. And I want to say it this way. It's something you got to take for yourself. It's not a selfish thing, but you have to embrace it. You have to pull this thing down and say, God, I receive the resurrection life of God and me. God wants us standing up again in every person in this room. God said through Carol, and I tell you what, you can either hear from Carol or you can hear from the prophet of Jesus, the prophet Jesus Christ. It's one way or the other. You can receive it. And the measure you receive the gifts that God has sent here, you receive him. Jesus said, he who receives you receives me. If you don't receive him who I send, you don't receive me. It's not about the person. It's not about a personality. It's about the office and the anointing of God for all of us. There's no greater glory for any minister of God than to see the people that he engages with or she engages with. That they help you become the best you can be. There's no greater reward. Same thing in parenting. Amen. Don't you want your kids to be the best they can be? Bless God. Hallelujah. And I just shared this with a rabbi this past week. I said, let me share something with you, rabbi. I said, I heard somebody say this. We can't make, because his son's name was Chaim. In Hebrew, that means life. And I was engaging talking to him and to his son, Chaim. And I said, let me share this with you, sir. I heard this. And God, I, I, I appreciate the fact that you're raising your son in the way he should go and when he's old. He won't depart from it. That's right. Bringing him up in the Torah and the scripture. I commend you. I said, but you'll never be able to make a better world for this son. I said it's not possible, because Yeshua, who I believe, Jesus, said the world's going to get darker, and evil's going to increase. But where evil increases, grace abounds more. Amen. I want to tell you something right now. His light in you. you're on trial today, and I'm on trial. We have to forget who our reputations, and remember whose reputation you and I carry. We carry the reputation of the Lamb of God, of the truth of a born-again experience, the truth. You and I represent Jesus of Nazareth every day of our life, and we got to get off and stop being plastic. It's okay to be—you can't be afraid of making mistakes. This is the good news, what does sin mean to miss the mark? We all miss the mark in different ways. But thanks be unto God, we can ask him to forgive us. Pow! Glory to God. Instant. And it cast into to the sea of forgiveness. Hallelujah. Why? Because he wants you and I to be able to have that leap in our step. You know, that glory to God. God. I'm washed by the blood of the lamb. Glory to God. The devil will say, hath God said. What did he say to Eve in the garden? Hath God said. What's he going to do? He's going to to get in your face, Has God called you. What makes you think you're anointed? Don't listen to that man of God on Sunday. Who do you think you are to think and call yourself anointed? Well, God said to call myself anointed. He says, I have an anointing from the Holy One. The Spirit of God's upon me, for the Lord's anointed me. You need to begin to say that. Yeah. Yes. Hallelujah. Ken Copeland said it again just recently. He said, you know what the problem with the hell is? There's a bunch of little Jesuses walking around this planet. We're born of Christ. Right. Do I say I'm Jesus? No, but I am of him. Hallelujah. Amen. This young man here, he's not Ray Shannon, but he is of Ray and Carol Shannon. Amen. Amen. You and I are of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. He is the firstborn of many brethren of what you and I are. This resurrection day, I'm telling you what. Resurrection means a standing up again. My God. Are you proud to be a Christian? Yeah. 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 Go see that movie, Paul, the apostle of Christ. I'm telling you what, it was like, <laughs> my Lord Jesus. You, I, tell you, you know why some people won't go to some of these movies? You know what? I appreciate you managing your money, but there's some things you need to invest in quicker. I'll tell you what, because what's God saying in the earth? What's he been saying in this room? What's he been saying in this room? For everyone sitting in some kind of seat. He doesn't want you to be here and just take up space. He wants you to be transformed into his marvelous glory. Hallelujah. Like... Carol said it as well. Man, step out. Just step out. It's awkward. It could be awkward at first, but just God loves you. Say something, my God. Don't just sit there and look him in the, in the eyes like a deer in a headlight. You have something to say. Here's the good news. Jesus, listen, this happens in this house ever since we've been in ministry. We prep, we prepare, we pray, and you get here and you don't even say anything you prepared. It's like, God, stop messing with my box. Why? Because he said, when you stand in front of those who judge, don't be worried about what you might say. Guess what? There's a lot of pastors who stand up here. I'm just getting this right now as a download. And the people out here, instead of receiving the gift of God and the word of God, they're critical and they're judging the preaching and the, and how much time stop looking at your watches guys. This is the Lord's day. Amen. Or are you just a religious vessel going through the motion? See, you and I have to make a choice. Ah, standing up again. My God. who glory to God. Give me that sword. I feel the Holy Ghost. He's resurrecting me. That song, I could have wrote it. I wish I did. The resurrected King is resurrecting me. You know what? He has to resurrect the calling of God on Ray Shannon again. Because I'll tell you what, just like you, we face disappointment. Just like you at times, hope gets deferred. And hearts get sick. It don't matter what your call is in the body of Christ. We all have those times and those experiences. It's then we need each other more than ever. It's not the time to back off and, and act like it's not so. I'd rather be a transparent preacher to you. So, because you know what? We need your prayer. I want to say something. You need ours. But just as equally, we need yours. Because if you want to cash in on the vessel or the personality, that's exactly what you're going to extract from it. I don't mind being funny once in a while because humor is great. Hallelujah. Amen. It's wonderful, but be who God designed you to be. I need to be resurrected, but I feel the Holy Ghost resurrecting and he's speaking to the apostle on the inside of me. People have testified about it. Others have witnessed it and they've said it. Bobby Jean even said it. But there's something about an apostle's office that you must step into. It's not better than the other gifts, but it's a gift for a particular function and purpose. And I am accountable to God Almighty to fulfill the call. And I got to get my eyes off of me and what seems to be un, just almost impossible to accomplish because that's right where God wants you. I don't want you to do it in your strength. I want you, your faith to be in me that I will provide every need according to your riches and glory by Christ Jesus. And I will fill you with my spirit and exploits, exploits you'll do in my name. See, I want to get back in the raising the dead mood. I want to get back in the blind eyes opening and deaf ears opening. Hallelujah. Not yet, not I, but Christ in me wants to. See, that's where you and I got to come to. We got to come to this reconciling. What's me? What's God? Hallelujah. Okay, God. If that's what you're saying, I'm going with it. (laughs) Hey, Carol said it. You know, you guys have heard a lot. A lot of things in equipping you. But yet, the stalemate that Bobby Jean brought forth, that wasn't a mean, It it was like, stalemate because I know what a stalemate is. <sighs> what you have to understand is God gives every local congregation, the leaders, he gives them a, a mission, an assignment, a vision. Then he begins to bring people into that assignment to become laborers in the field of that assignment. Nobody's better than anyone else here. But man, we need each other. We don't need pew sitters. We don't need neck watchers. We need doers of the work. Doers of the work. Resurrection. Say resurrection. Say a standing up again. I want to tell you something. I bet every one of you were an annoying when you first got saved. I bet you, I bet you, I bet you're sweet bippy. Everybody in here, you were annoying somebody. You were annoying somebody when you first got saved. Come on, tell. be honest about it. All my f- Catholic family thought I was a screwball. And I had no problem telling them, you're going to hell if you don't get saved. I mean, I had a fire. I went from pervert to convert. I was saved when I got saved. I wasn't just fixed. I was saved. Transformed. Light to darkness. It was real. And I wanted my family to have the reality of it. Do we want our neighbors to have the reality of it? But let's start with our families. The stalemate in the spirit. See, that stalemate, I'm going to say it this way. If that, not if, God said it. So God brings that apostolic prophet. I have a word. And you can see she was like, Nyeh. Just kind of a little reluctant to bring it out. Stalemate. And when she said it, I knew it was in the spirit realm. You have to remember, we have an enemy. Life isn't just wake up and go through the day and everything's hunky-dory tongues, pray in tongues. Worship you, Jesus. You are my Lord. You're my Lord. You have risen from the dead and you are Lord. Every knee shall bow. Every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Hallelujah. Do that. But let's never forget our flesh. Our battle is not against flesh and blood against rulers, powers, world forces of wickedness, spiritual wickedness in high places. The prince of the power of the air is all around. He's not omnipresent. His influence. <laughs> and he's called you and I to change the atmosphere. Hallelujah. And I want to say something to you. Please. You have authority to change the uh, the influences in your life. Yeah. You have authority to change the influences in your home. Yeah. And if that's where God wants you to learn, Hallelujah. You walk the property line yes. and plead the blood of Christ around your property. Jesus. Who gives a rip what anybody thinks? You walk that property line, say, thus far, no more. No demon from hell is going to come near my dwelling. In the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. People may say, oh, there they are again, the cuckoos. Go ahead, honey. I
1: I have something in the spirit that just dropped down on me. So we're not interrupting. We're flowing. Okay. Um, The Lord just spoke to me and said to tell whoever this applies to, um, get yourself rooted because you've been unrooted um in here in this in this church and in in this um, in the purpose of God for your life, and the Lord is saying, get yourself rooted now. Get yourself rooted now. There's a storm coming and you don't want to be in that storm unless you are rooted. And this is what's going on in the body of Christ too much. People are unrooting themselves. And then trying to go somewhere else. They've never gotten themselves rooted. Get yourself a strong tree. A powerful tree has strong roots. And, they, and they're and they the ones who flourish. Okay. So some of you, you just need to just get some vision and get yourself rooted. You know. Praise God. I I love this, and and you guys that know I have, like, kind of, it's like a pet peeve or something. I don't know what it is with me, with, you know, like, inside of me, but it's like, you know, everybody, they. uh, uh, If God brought you somewheres, if God brought you somewheres, get yourself rooted, get in strong. Be a member. Be a part of what God's doing. Not on your time clock, if you can make it or not. Get yourself rooted and be a member. God is speaking something strong to us today. He wants the lying to stop. Do you hear what I'm saying? Lying to yourselves and lying to others and making up things. He wants it to stop. This is resurrection we're talking about Hallelujah. resurrection life mm. and power and and many maybe it does none of this even applies but there are some it does apply to yeah or else God wouldn't be speaking this and it's not anything that he is going dush, dush, dush. No, it's no, not no, no. it's coming out in a it's way love. that it's love but you know what because he sees what's ahead
0: yeah
1: and so God is saying something to us Because he doesn't want any of his children to be damaged goods. Did you hear that? He doesn't want any of his children to be damaged goods. Wake up. Wake yourselves up. Stir yourselves up in the Holy Ghost. Praying in the Holy Ghost. We teach, we preach, we minister on it over and over and over again. I watch people sit and they fall asleep. And I go, my God, the church is not receiving the word that's being taught. And if you don't receive it and start doing something with it, you're not being equipped. Amen. Come on. That was good. Hello, that was Carol. Good. That was good. That was good, Carol. Mm-hmm. That was good, Lord. Yeah. Got it. That was good, Lord. Yes. Got it. Got it.
0: Time to get rid I'm to
1: let the Holy Ghost change me. I'm going to stop coming into church late.
0: Come on. Amen. Uh, standing I'm going to up be again. I'm time. Of honor.
1: It's yes. honor
0: to God.
1: Listen. In the great awakening, there's a storm that's coming. Are you getting this? This is the Holy
0: Ghost, guys. Please In hear it. In the
1: great awakening, there's a storm coming. And God is taking his time right now to get the church strong. So that the storm doesn't beat you up and take you out. Yeah. So pride doesn't take you out. So you think you're so spiritual, that takes you out? Right. Come on. Right. When you start mm. thinking, you're, mm. I'm so spiritual, you are already being taken out. That's, that's right. I am spiritual. Because I am in Christ. Right. But it's he that lives in me. And it's not of myself anymore, but only Christ. This is the resurrection of Jesus Christ. So if you have to get yourself rooted, you ask God for a vision. Because he will resurrect the vision that he originally gave to you. And maybe some have relocated or whatever. But get rooted in that vision. Amen. Glory to God.
0: Hallelujah. Amen. Okay.
1: I love you guys.
0: No, loves, thank you.
1: Jesus loves us. That's why he's speaking the way he is. I didn't even know the service was even going to go this way. This is
0: wonderful. You know? yeah. I don't know about you, but I'm, I, I, I am being ministered to, honestly, so by the Spirit of God.
1: You know what's being broken? <clears throat> the stalemated spirit. That's stalemate. That's what's being broken. Hallelujah.
0: Right
1: thank you, Jesus. Listen.
0: I'm going to share just the rest of this with you. I didn't even get to the message as it was designed, which is normal. But the, the definition, write this down, of resurrection. A standing up again, that's the first thing, which we just discussed. God wants to stand you up again. Hallelujah. In his anointing and his power. Say anointing and power. Anointing and power. Hallelujah. A resurrection from death. And then the third definition is a moral recovery of spiritual truth. A moral recovery of spiritual truth. Now, maybe for some in here. Well, I I think for all of us. These are all applicable. A resurrection from the dead. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When you were baptized in water, you were identified with the death and burial of Christ. When you came out of the water, you were identifying with the resurrection of Jesus from the grave. There's God. And I'll tell you what, I, I, I'm, I'm, we're going to close in just a moment. Write those definitions down. A moral recovery of spiritual truth. See, you know, it's interesting, and I'm sure you guys have heard this. Not only know what you believe, but why you believe it. And that's part of what's on trial today. Knowledge puffs up and makes people fat, obese spiritually. God's not impressed with how much you and I know. He's more impressed with what you and I know and do hear and obey. Please stand. Now, we're going to have, I really felt this morning like God wanted me to do this. And that is to invite whosoever feels like any of that's applicable in your life to a raising up again, or even a moral recovery of spiritual truth. Things that you have believed in times past and you've become disillusioned. And you need them brought to life again in your life. Please come up. I going to lay hands on you. Because the Spirit of the Lord has anointed me to pray for you and lay hands on anyone today who wants to be resurrected in your Christian Stance, your your resolve. I'll I'll just apply that too, and your resolve as a Christian, because I know God's going to touch you today. Anybody else? You want to be raised again, have that resurrection power, Maya? If you put something on, please, in the anointing, sweetheart. Come on up with me, Father. We thank you for your anointing. Those of you who or out there, please stretch your hands out towards those who want to receive. <clears throat>
1: Thank you, Jesus. Come on, let's just all pray in the Holy Ghost. I feel there's still others sitting in out here. And you need to respond. Don't be stalemated in the spirit, okay? If you need to come up here, come up. Hallelujah. There's nothing wrong with that, guys. You know what? Even for myself... There were times where I felt, when hearing that, that resurrection is a standing up again. Oh, man, did I ever need that. I needed that. I needed ministry. I needed somebody. I needed that anointing to help empower me. Again, that I could be able to stand up because of the warring that was coming against. And, you know, I, I would just... I would run up here, but I would just ask the Lord. Hallelujah. The one standing up here. The one standing up here. Just focus on the Lord. See yourself as though you're laying down. And the power you're going to receive, the anointing of the Holy Ghost. That's going to stand you up. Jesus. And when you stand up, you're going to be that effective witness. Praise God. You're going to have the glory of God resting on you. You're going to have the Lord touch you in such a powerful way. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You're not going to be afraid anymore. You're not going to be slow anymore. You're not going to be indecisive anymore. These are words the Lord's given me. Okay? You're not going to drag your feet anymore about following him. Jesus. You're not going to... You're not going to be embarrassed anymore. You're not going to be embarrassed anymore. You're not going to be intimidated anymore. Jesus. As you think that's the only... That's the thing that's been holding you back. And you have so much to speak out.
0: And
1: it's the beauty of the words people are attracted to. The beauty of the spirit. What people are attracted to.
0: Jesus. Jesus.
1: And that is what makes makes it it so so beautiful.
0: Hallelujah.
1: So it's broken now in Jesus, name. in Jesus'
0: name. Jesus, Lord Jesus. Yeah, just close your eyes.
1: In Jesus' name.
0: God's got to be ready. Yeah, kind of like spread out a little bit.
1: Just stay there, <clears throat> Kate. Hallelujah.
0: Lord God Almighty. Fresh, anointing, resurrecting, anointing.